What's going on, YouTube? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your non-YouTube podcaster, Josh, here with... What's up, podcast gang? It's Kyle, and I'm here in the house and on the mic. We always joke around, like we always, like when we're going to pretend to film a YouTube video, we're doing something silly, we'll be like, what's up, super troopers? It's your boy. Like, you know how YouTubers are super over the top, and it's funny because that's how we started. You know, you got to come with that fire. Podcast is a little bit different, but the good news is we are planning in the very soon future to try and, you know, implement some cool things like some film videos for YouTube, do some big things with that, so you know, we're always trying to grow and evolve. And we really thank everyone who's like leaving reviews, sharing the podcast, all the people that are investing themselves with coaching. It gives us the ability to have this grow and to help more people. So as always, we're really appreciative of you. And as a gift, I, you know, I had to get you something special. I have a really special episode today. And I know I say every week's episode is great. This one is especially great. There's just so much fire in here. And I'm just going to jump into it because I really like my quote this week. I had a different quote in here and I, I have like a little note I call my level up note. And I just ram all my like favorite little sayings and quotes and things that inspire and motivate me in there. And then I had a little bubble of this and I'm like, Ooh, I got to include this one today. So my quote is remember that there is never a point in life where you have a literally, and then in quotations achieved it. Every single day, every man is out there on a journey of self-progression. It never ends. Enjoy it for what it is. And I just thought this was so elegant because it's so tempting to say, wow, I'm going to be so happy once I can fit into my old jeans or, you know, once I have a nicer body or when, you know, I feel confident uh, taking photos of myself or working out in a sports bra, whatever it is, right? Like these are good goals, but like, you know, placing a lot of these things or losing 10 pounds is be all end all. It's just, it isn't the case, right? And even one thing I always challenge people with competing with is, uh, you know, people will say, you know, if I just want to show, I'd be the happiest person ever. It'd fully validate me. And it's like, okay, well you won like, you know, your small show in your small town, like, you know, then you're going to want to go to that bigger stage. And I think that's great. And the whole point of this quote is to enjoy that, right? Like, but so many people just put a precedence of I'll be happy when or if, um, and like, that's just a mindset that's going to hurt you because you're going to reach it or you're not going to reach it. And it's just going to be something you can never enjoy, right? Like, you know, that's why I also love the quote, happiness is wanting what you have, right? You know, I think there's such a great desire to like want to do more to level up to grow to challenge yourself to set goals but also to enjoy this journey like it does never end that's what we try to communicate too. like health and fitness and working out shouldn't be something you do just to look good for you know a wedding or photo shoot or whatever beach season or vacation you know it should be something you work on for the rest of your life and it is a journey and you know the journey is a lot of fun like me and Kyle always say you know it's like a game like trying to get better get stronger find better ways to do things you know improve your eating like it, it is a lot of fun and it's a good challenge, right? So when you look at it that way, I find it makes it a lot better. So I'll repeat it once more. Remember that there is never a point in life where you have literally achieved it. Every single day, every man is out there on a journey of self-progression. It never ends. Enjoy it for what it is. Man, that is so, man, that, that hit me pretty hard. Like, especially, you know, that quote, as well as the one where you said happiness is wanting what you have. Um, and especially cause like if someone tells you that they've never kind of felt this way where they're just like, you know, kind of becoming, you know, to the point where you're just always thinking of like, Oh, I'll be happy at this current moment. Um, you know, they'll be lying to you. Right. And I feel like I've been there quite a few times in the past, especially, you know, like, Oh man, once I squat this amount of weight, like that's it. That's all that I'm going to care for. Right. Like I feel like it's a never ending process and even kind of working off of Josh's like little bonus quote there, uh, you know, happiness is wanting, you know, what you have. Like I felt like even myself in the past, like I just would compare myself to, you know, 
other situations like, oh man, I'll only be happy when, you know, my housing situations like this or my car situations like this or my physique is like this. And it's just, it's such a tough path to go down. And I know a lot of people are like this and this is going to kind of tie into my next quote, but you know, even just like the one thing to really fix this is gratitude. If you're genuinely grateful for everything that you have, like it's been said, you know, by so many high level people, Tony Robbins, everyone like that, you can't be angry or upset and grateful at the exact same time. So simply just focusing each day on everything that you have around you, just being grateful for it. But also at the same time, you know, you, you got to be able to want, you know, a little bit more. You got to be able to push, you know, that's why I like the quote proud, but never satisfied. And that's one of my favorite ones as well. But that was so well said. I'm glad Josh brought that up. Um, and that's going to, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with Josh's uh, quote today, which is pretty cool. But mine came from a song uh, by Russ, and I thought it was a very powerful quote. Um, too busy eating my own fruit to check if yours is sweeter. Too busy watering my own grass to check if yours is greener. And obviously, you know, he says it in a nice, more, uh, a way better, you know, um, just lyrically, you know, it sounds way better when he sings it. But, you know, just like those two lines to me kind of stood out, especially because, you know, kind of relating to the whole comparison thing. Even to the other day, we shared a post like saying, you know, comparison is a thief of joy. Another, you know, amazing quote, but just this quote really stood out to me because, you know, just when you're focused on yourself, I think so many amazing things can happen. You know, the other day I was sitting at Starbucks and I forgot my uh, AirPods and I was like excited to read and I was just sitting out there. I guess I'm getting into my quotes a bit earlier. And the guy was just talking about everybody around like you know it's just so many other people just focused and I'm like man I listened for about an hour and a half I had to go inside but I was like man I can't believe I forgot my airpods and I just heard so much negative talk about others and it's just I think there's so many of us who are surrounded by these people and I'm just like man imagine if you just focus on yourself and do what you need to do and focus on just like just everything that's going on in your life everything that's working how can you improve your relationships how can you improve your life so yeah just once again like really I guess this quote kind of stood out to me just like hey you know, focus on your own grass, you know, no matter what your neighbor's grass, you know, the people around you, you know, the people you follow and stuff, you know, stay in your own lane. And I guarantee you'll have a way happier life as well. And you'll go a long way for sure. Yeah, this is the fit, healthy and most of all happy minds uh, podcast, right? And so much of this relates back to mindset. And you'll even see like it is a paradox, obviously, as we always mention, enjoying where you are, enjoying all these things. And but of course, we're big believers in goal setting and improvement, right? And I think you can enjoy and appreciate both of those simultaneously. It just it does take some effort, right? And it is easy to compare. And even as Kyle dropped that bomb, you know, it's probably one of my favorite quotes ever too, is comparison is the thief of joy. Cause it's so easy, right? To be like, oh, if I had this person's body or this person's build or their genetics, or, you know, I'm not blessed here, whatever, but it's so true. Like, you know, focus on you because that's all you can control. Right. And, you know, kind of getting into the thoughts here. So I had some really good ones that, you know, I really enjoyed. And the first was, I love the comparison I heard in a motivational quote and it said, you know, your body is a business. It requires an investment it requires a focus and it requires like a lot of attention right and most businesses fail and if the business dies we fail our body we can die right like you know we're talking about and i think this is a good transition um, myself and kyle today the price of investing in healthy food like if i wanted to eat super cheap you know there's like little caesars that crappy pizza place used to be five bucks probably like seven dollars now you know i could eat that for lunch and dinner skip breakfast and i could eat for 14 dollars a day but i personally would rather spend you know 30 40 bucks on myself because yes maybe i'm saving the short term but you know i'm really just damaging myself right i'm gonna pay for that down the line i'm gonna come overweight it's gonna be hard on my joints it could affect me right i could get all these different uh health conditions later on right like you have one body you have to take care of it right and it, it's so many people will put so much energy into starting a business and you know investing in it and trying to market it and do 
all these different things, right? But you know, it's kind of fun when you look at your body. It's like your body is your business. It's your project. Like, how could you level up? What what could you do to make it operate better? How can you run it more efficiently? You know, what's better food you can put in? How can you schedule it more? Are you going to make sure to rest and you know have the best operating hours? Like all these different things. And I thought it was such a fun little way of looking at it because it's just so easy to overlook it. But your body requires investment as well. You know, it requires investment in terms of the food, as I mentioned, in terms of recovery and even getting a gym membership. Like, you know, it always pains my heart when people are like, I don't want to get a gym membership. It's too expensive. And it's like, listen, I know like 50 to 100 bucks isn't cheap. Um, definitely not. But to me, there's a lot of places I'd rather sacrifice and spend less money in to kind of focus on that, right? So it does go quite a long way. And, you know, it's even with my dog, I was telling Kyle, I was looking at dog treats, trying to, you know, kind of weigh it out because dogs digest protein way better. You know, they're not as meant to have as many. They're like, you think about it, they eat meat, right? So they don't, they're not meant to have as many like carbs as as much as us humans can. So I was kind of looking at the biscuits that were really cheap. I could get a ton of them. They're like, 15 bucks and I was looking at the crude protein percentage and it was only like 16% and then I looked at the normal like just I get like beef and like high, like water kind of treats and it is 70% so it's absolutely crazy right and they're a little bit more money but it's like wow you know this is a way better investment you don't want to be short-sighted too you know with your body because you only get one body you got to drag it around you know you want to feel your best and we had such a great lunch today and I was just saying to Kyle you know when I eat well I feel good I feel more motivated we all know how we feel when we overeat we're not eating the right things you you feel good while you're chewing it but after you're kind of like oh you know this brings me down i'm tired and it can kind of be a challenge so when you rework that it makes making those healthier decisions easier because you just want the best for your body and i always say you know the more you have sugars the more you have like trans fats and these things the more you crave them right and just the same the less you have them the less you crave them and the more you crave healthy food so just a few thoughts there that was so well said, you know, and it really like when we were having our lunch, it was just, I know it sounds like I wish we, you know, oh, you, by the way, follow us on Instagram. We'll be going there more often. Um, once again, our Instagram's at Colossus Fit, but you know, we're just sitting there and like even one of the biggest things I realized within fitness, I was telling Josh is just like being healthier and like making the right health decision ends up saving you money in the long run. So, you know, I know just sometimes it can be tough because some people will compare, let's say two, you know, um, big, uh, big Mac or two McDonald's burgers to a salad bowl right? Let's say you can get two burgers for $6. You get a nice healthy salad bowl with protein and just so much fiber and all these other things, you know, let's say $15, whatever the going price is. I know it's different everywhere, but you can't compare like, you know, an apple to an apple there. Like it's not the exact same comparison. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle is like, they'll always choose that cheaper option because like for them it's like oh well whatever but when you start looking at the macros like when you start comparing everything even just the salad place that we're having like there's some ex- expensive ingredients there like m- most people don't realize that high quality protein is one of the most expensive things ever but it's one of the most in- beneficial things ever so i think where people go wrong is they look at these specific fast food places and i myself try not to look at that as well and i know it is tough you know sometimes financially for some people but at the same time you need to realize that long term like it's an investment into your health, which is going to end up saving you money down the road. But one of my biggest takeaways is just like buy in bulk. You know, my breakfast literally is between one to two dollars each day. Um, whether it's my Greek yogurt, whether it's my oatmeal, I have to do the math fully. I still put a scoop of protein in there and, um, you know, or my smoothie as well. Like I've done rough calculations, but not full. Um, but I know for a fact it's like super cheap. And even I think where people struggle is they look at fitness and healthy food because marketing is so tough as 
only organic, only non-GMO, you know, high quality protein ever, like all this other stuff, which ends up, that ends up being very, very expensive. But a lot of times when you go to the grocery stores, like even I went to Costco and got so many chicken breasts, I'm like, each one ends up being a couple of dollars, you know, um, you know, buying big bags of rice. Like I've literally have a bag of rice that I have just that I haven't used and, and it, it's been there for so long and it was only a couple of dollars and stuff. So I think if you kind of make the right choices, you buy in bulk, you know, you kind of choose the right things. It definitely can, in my opinion, be cheaper. I know there's be some people who may not fully agree, but you know, I've done the math many times and I know for a fact that it's the best investment into yourself. So I just wanted to share it with you, with you guys today because it was on the top of my head. Trouble sleeping? If so, you're not alone. I'm Ashley Lambert, host of the Fairy Sleepy Podcast, where you fall asleep fast to short stories and meditations and delta wave music. You might not even make it through the entire episode before you drift off to sleep. Fairy Sleepy, fall asleep fast. Good night. Awesome. So two more like last little thoughts I want to leave with. You know, I always try to watch different informative videos and study different things. And Ryan Holiday, the guy who wrote the book Stillness, has like a whole course. And I have a book called uh, The Daily Stoic. And it's just like a little like philosophy lesson each day. And there was two principles that I thought were really cool that I wanted to share. So one is Memento Mori. You probably heard it before. But basically, it's like a trope acting as a reminder of the inevitability of death, right? And you might think, well, I don't want to think about that I'm going to die. But even Jesse Itzler, he, he said he made a point to every day he'd write how many days left. Like he'd kind of calculate when he was going to die. And like, you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Like that sounds horrible. But at the same time, it really makes you think, shoot, like, you know, time is fleeting. Time is precious. And every day should be special. Like, I think it's easy to go through the motions and not appreciate the little things. And, you know, I find sometimes like shocking things like this. And even in my journal, I just started writing this and the other one down in the morning. And I take a second to reflect on it because I'm like, I want this day to be a amazing you know i want to make the most of it and like you know time is short like it flies like look at you know where you are in life now right and i think it doesn't it should be a positive not a negative because it should really make you appreciate the small things and aim to make the most and you know to make those great decisions and i just thought that was a really cool thing i wanted to share and then the other one is amor fati and that is that it's translated as love of fate or the love of one's fate and so this is used to describe an attitude in which one sees everything that happens in one's life including suffering and loss is good and or at least very necessary so you might say same thing i don't know what to do with this but to me what this kind of means is you know what happens happens right and like you got to deal with it and you got to kind of enjoy it and like you know even we had something like uh, not horrible more so annoying happen and you know kyle's like "Ah, everything happens for a reason you know you got to work it out and all the time too it's like i should have did this i wish i did that but you know you're on the path you're on right and these things happen and the more you can kind of come to terms with that and appreciate that right it goes a long way even ryan holiday that guy talks a lot about how the obstacle is the way like very often we see an obstacle and it's daunting and it scares us and it makes us want to turn back but you know more often than not you got to go through that challenge and we've spoken in the past about how challenge can help you grow and evolve right like we always say pressure makes a diamond and that's for a reason right so the more you can have this attitude of you know understanding things will happen it doesn't mean they won't 
crush you or break you or cause you a lot of pain and sorrow, you know, but the more you can say, okay, I'm going to come through this and not cause yourself more suffering, the better it can be. Right. So I thought that was really cool. And even like a transition to fitness, like, you know, it's all ebbs and flows. There's weeks where you have no motivation. Everything feels hard and heavy and, you know, you get it done and you feel great. Right. And there's times where you're super motivated. Right. So you got to learn to be consistent through those. And that's where discipline really comes together. Super well said. I definitely need to pick up that book. I, I just ordered Obstacle as a way, so I'm really excited to you know give that a oh, shot. I don't even know there's a whole book. I yeah, mean, it actually is. Yeah, He's got a lot of books, yeah. I know, which is good. Yeah. That, that guy is a beast for certain. Okay, um, anything else, or did you cover? No. no, that's it. Okay, cool. So then I guess we are going to jump into our client shout-out, which is going to be awesome. And I'm shouting out my client, Jeremy uh, Coldzige. I hope I didn't butcher your last name, buddy. But Jeremy is a freaking beauty. Um, you know, I've worked with him now for 90 days. You'll see his transformation. And it's just absolutely incredible. Like, he continues to make me proud week after week. He's a guy that tries to find solutions to every problem. He even mentioned how he loved, like, going to barbecues and just, you know, pounding some beers with his buddies. And he's like, you know, I don't even really care about the beer or, like, you know, the feeling from the beer. I just like having something there to drink with me. So he bought some non-alcoholic beers that are way less in calories that kind of fit. And he's like, ah, you know, it's just as good. Like, he's just a guy that always finds solutions. And he starts every check-in in, too. Like, one of the first questions we have is, did you complete all your workouts? And he always says, did I complete all my workouts? You know I did. And I love it, right? Like, because I even think he's cueing himself always in the back of his mind. He knows the check-in's coming. The days he doesn't want to go to the gym, he probably thinks, okay, I got to say, you know I did. So I need to get in there and get it done and he gets it done like he's just continued to find solutions through different things through being busy with work schedules through you know the fourth of july and because of that in 90 days now you know i'm really proud to say we're down just about 30 pounds which is crazy And he's packed on a ton of muscularity. He's hit all new time PRs. like, And he's just really, you know, he had a goal too to say, I have a physique that I can be proud and confident in. I think he absolutely should be now because the change has been immense for only 90 days. But it really goes to show you what you know, dedication, determination, determination, and really buying into the process can do and continuing to look for reasons to be successful as opposed to obstacles. So you can check out Jeremy's transformation on our Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Awesome. Great work, Jeremy. You know, and yeah, once again, there's always going to be things that pop up. And even just, I loved what Josh was finishing uh, his, you know, thoughts and stuff talking about, you know, just we got to look for those solutions, right? And that's where, I, you know, I know I mentioned in the past two weeks, I think that's what really separates, you know, the people who see true success, not only in fitness, but every area is just, okay. You know, even one of my friends, I have so much respect, like anytime something pops up, he's just like, okay, instead of just feeling defeated, it's like, okay, how can we work around this? And I genuinely feel like that is the big difference between someone who who gets, you know, let's say 50% results. And then someone who gets 90 to hundred is when things pop up instead of just retreating, they're like, okay, cool. There's a problem. Let's go fix it. Let's find a way. And I love it. Great work, Jeremy. The obstacle is the way, right? And yeah. yeah so big, big takeaways there, right? Yeah. Um, now we're going to jump into the weekly questions, uh, you know, pull them out here, which is awesome. If you're looking to submit a question, you can go ahead and DM us on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Sometimes we'll do stories where we'll be like, hey, does anyone have questions? And then we also do AMAs a lot with myself, Kyle, and the other coaches, which is just absolutely fantastic. So it's a great place to be. We post a lot of informative content, a lot of educational content, as well as a ton of giveaways. So there's a reason we really say that because I know 
audio is amazing. I love podcasting, but sometimes that visual really helps to kind of have it together. And if you get motivated by these episodes twice a week, why not get motivated every day? Because we're out there posting, uh, you know, making sure to be active on the story. So you can follow us for free at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. So first question, how can I know if my workout is working? I'm doing it consistently, but feel like I haven't seen much change. I know your clients get crazy results in only 60 to 90 days. What am I doing wrong? So first and foremost, you have to understand not all workouts are created equal, right? And the first mistake is a lot of people assume a good workout means they're going to be really sore, they're going to be really tired, and they're going to be out of breath. That is not necessarily the case. Um, very often with the gym, less is more, and it's about doing things intelligently, right? Like you need to have a method to the madness. It's the same principle as if, you know, I told Kyle, hey, I need to bring, um, you know, this rock, all these rocks in your truck to my backyard, buddy. Can you do that for me? And he's like, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he could go ahead and get those rocks and you know I could not open the gate and he could have to you know go all the way around my house or do some crazy thing or throw them over the fence or whatever when there's obviously like a lot easier way where he could just walk straight through right like working harder is not working smarter and like too many people in the gym you know just don't know basic things of programming like usually you know you want to start with compounds you want to kind of push on the hypertrophy what the correct amounts of volume is what MRV is what MED is all these different amazing principles and we're people really go wrong too is there might be an influencer you love um, and you might kind of just say okay well I'm just going to mirror their workouts they look great so it's going to work and you have to understand like it's the same as me like looking at some person's fashion who's entirely different who's like a really slender small physique like it's going to look entirely different on me because that's not what I need and a lot of these people like let's I just love the example of maybe that person has insanely dominant quads so they train no quads and they just do a ton of hamstring volume but maybe you know you have like the smallest quads in the world and you're still getting no works but your hamstrings are huge you're going to overdevelop your hamstrings and it's going to look weird it's not going to come together right so what i do for my clients is we get them to send your initial physique photo and i can program to exactly what you need i'll look at you know what for in keyword need first and foremost you know is your posture good is there any dramatic weak spots is there any anterior pelvic tilt is there any shrugging of the shoulders is there postural issues you want to work through those then you want to work on what they need to look their best right and then you want to get into the those wants as well because I absolutely understand you know desire to you know grow the glutes or to have really capped shoulders or massive arms or a huge chest and I think that's fun too there's nothing wrong with training for vanity a little bit but for all these things to work you need to be on a really intelligent routine that is you know periodized that does you know advance that does have direction you know time and time again like I'll ask people even yesterday like this one girl finished her workout and she's like oh, I'm gonna go do squats right and I'm like at the end of your workout like you know you want to lead in with those like not when you're the most tired right and you know these are things just people do I see it all the time like you know and just there'll be no direction or I'll say what are you hitting today and they'll be like pull and I'm like okay you got a routine it's like no I'm just doing all the pull machines and it's like oh you know and like it's just you need a plan right without a plan there's not it's not as easy of a metric to progress the other reason a dedicated routine is so important is you actually can make sure you're increasing your weight as you go along. And you know, you have back off weeks, you have all these different amazing principles to ensure your success. And you should be kind of peeking through a routine, you should work in blocks. And I know this sounds high level, and that's because it can be, you know, I honestly say it's like, I swear it's like organizing a piece of music. Like when it's just random noise, it sounds horrible. But when it comes together, it's like a beautiful track. And it's the same with the routine. Like you can just see like, I swear like five times better results with training by doing things intelligently. So a great way though to answer this, like is your workout working is, 
Are you getting stronger? Are you seeing results? You know, are your measurements changing? Are you looking different in the mirror? Are other people complimenting you? You know, if you're doing this and you've been going consistently and you're not, chances are you're doing something wrong. And that's where it is such an advantage to reach out and have a coach because, you know, why would you want to spend all your time trying to construct this, you know, when you can work with the best? I've been doing this for 10 years, you know, over 2,000 transformations, and I've proven time and time again I can get it done. Like, why not get yourself the results, right? It only makes the most sense. So, you know, if you want to do, and this is only one area, we cover this, we cover nutrition, accountability, give you resources, unlimited form guides. That's the other thing. Chances are you're doing movements wrong. You're not learning like correct mind muscle connection. Like it's really hard to narrow in on a one size fits all answer because there is so much that goes into this. So, so much. And so many amendments that need to be made, training days, equipment available, all these different things. So you do need to keep that in mind. But if you want to just, you know, elevate your results, reach your full potential and you're tired of spinning your tires and feeling like you're wasting your time and you want to get you know five to time five to ten times better results just like we get our clients you can dm results to us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t to kickstart your transformation and build your dream body right because you know why work harder to get worse results when you can do it intelligently because that's the other thing too monitoring volume is such a big component but that's kind of my rant i'm curious to see what uh you know kyle kind of has to say here so we'll pass the mic over man that was so well said and you know i think like i always say the two biggest mistakes within workout routines are not following a routine or following one that's not created for you or just the right routine for you and i'd say you know and, and once again doesn't make you a bad person if this if you fall into these categories i think you know the biggest thing is hey let's fix this how can we fix this reach out to us we'll take care of you but to give you a little bit more context and you know kind of just i guess you could say higher level tips is just like you know where it gets tough, like even like, so I'll give you an example. Myself today, just, you know, my legs were sore. I did a big run yesterday. We did volleyball and just, I woke up and if I wasn't following a routine and, um, well, first of all, I probably would have skipped legs, but if I did still go through with it, um, I probably would have done hamstring curls, quad extensions, and then 30 minutes of sauna, right? That's just how I was feeling. But we still did heavy squats. Uh, we did our hip thrusts. We did like all of the machines that we had to, of course, having a training partner and accountability helps. But moral of the story is when you have something that's you know, in front of you that just it's, it's a no excuse type of workout. Like you're still going to get it done. And that's where I think a lot of people struggle with just not having something actually structured. And I would say that's like the biggest thing that I notice. you know, even a friend of ours, you know, will say, Hey, you know, so what did you train this week? And you'll kind of just see an answer. that's like, um, I don't really know. I just kind of made up some things and you go along the way. You can't really improve strength there, especially if you're not writing down, you know, how, how much weight are you using or at least mem- uh, memorizing it or keeping the same, you know, exercises very, um, I guess you could say very similar, right? That's a huge common mistake, especially within people always wanting to switch things up. They'll never give themselves a chance to improve in terms of strength right because one week they're doing a seated row next week they need to change it up because they need more variety and then the week after they're changing up that's just what i find so many people are just feeling the need because of instagram because of just all these new exercises out there like most people don't realize strength training is doing the same movements over and over and just progressing within that if you don't give yourself enough time to progress and we've had you know in the past someone say hey how come i'm doing a single arm dumbbell row you know a couple weeks in a row you know, hey, you got to master the movement. You got to keep going with that. Of course, there'll be variations and we try to make it as fun as possible. But a lot of times you just need to follow what works and we know what works. And, you know, for me, you know, just I realized like you need someone who's specialized to be able to help you with this. Like you wouldn't just put together, you know, just 
do everything. Uh, if you've never worked on a house, just start to do absolutely everything and just start to, you know, try to do it all yourself without that guidance and support. Um, because that's not your specialty, right? So anyways, I could go on for days there, but that was a great question. And that's obviously why our clients get the best results. And you see all these amazing transformations in 60, 90 days, because they're doing something that's customized, not only workout wise, but nutritionally as well. And we're, we're so passionate about this because we really believe in all the time people come up to me, you know, how do you get so, you know, big and strong? And like, you know, how do you grow your physique like that? Like, you know, how are you doing that? Or, you know, you're only in the gym here for like 75 minutes. I'm in here for two hours. How do you look way better than me? And all the time, like I'll try and like say why, you know, and explain and some people take me up on it and they've you know become clients and just crush it whereas some people are just continuing to go eh, it's probably something i haven't figured out yet or i just need this one exercise to change everything but it's it's really the sum not the parts like you know the whole thing needs to make sense and uh you, there there's so many components that yeah. go into it right like you even have to take in like fatigue and you know the structure of moving and navigating the gym like so it, it just does get very nuanced and you know maybe you say hey well i don't have money to invest right now like i would even recommend you know obviously listening to our episode on how to create the perfect workout routine we do cover the structure a little bit there you could start with that then past that you know you could start to at least you know tentatively make something kind of regulate some volume work your way through it um you know record your weights and get stronger like that would be a fantastic start but you know i do highly recommend you know learning you know kind of the the why behind the how as well and that's what we do take care of but into number two is how do you gain muscle without fat I like my level of leanness, but just think I could hold a little bit more muscle, especially just get a little bit bigger glutes and legs and just some more development in my shoulders and back. Otherwise, I'm pretty happy. So, you know, I think there's actually quite a lot of people in this level. You know, it's been awesome too, as health has been more of a push. I know there's a lot of people that, you know, do look pretty good that just want to put on a bit more muscle, but they want to do it without, you know, gaining a bunch of fat and doing a big bulk and, you know, kind of eating their great level of, you know, maintaining their great level of eating, you know, and the first thing I'd really recommend is being on a great routine like composition change is so powerful especially if you are newer you can add on quite a lot of muscle you know pretty quickly because you're new to it it's harder when you've been doing it like after 10 years like you'll see like the curve of new muscular development it does definitely decrease without within time but being on a really good routine that builds you up will change your composition it'll change your shape it'll change the fullness of your muscle bellies you know the curves you have your looks and it'll just create a much stronger look um, which is a really effective way to do it so training harder training heavier you know actually actively trying to increase your strength and you know a lot of people too make the mistake of thinking they're training heavy but they're not they don't challenge themselves enough they'll be in 50 to 20 reps and their cardio will kind of give out before their muscles do and that's where sometimes training in like lower rep ranges can be advantageous uh, because you can actually see what you're made of right like you know we've mentioned the concept of rar before um, but actually kind of knowing what failure is because people do three sets of eight and i'll notice they could probably do 20 more reps right like you're not going to see as much development you need stress on the muscle for it to break and grow right you can't just do something super easy it's the same reason i don't you know get built like the rock from going on walks right it's just it's not challenging enough for me to see actual physique development and that's where we need to be aware of that within our training so that will go a long way Another big tip I have to add on new muscle is to increase your protein consumption. You know, if you can kind of work up to about one gram per, you know, lean mass of body weight, that will go a long way. Um, you know, you could even do that, uh, you know, within a little lean bulk, increasing protein, you know, just be a little bit up in, uh, you know, your calories, maybe gain a quarter pound a week. You know, chances are you're going to see most of that as muscle. It's not going to be super quick or anything, but you are going to make sure you're in a surplus so your body has more ability to put on more lean muscle. So that is the other thing I would really kind of recommend 
trend um, past that you know monitoring other factors can really make a big difference in your physique so for instance sleep stress um, you know making sure you're recovered making sure you're training at optimal times where you can give it your full intensity these are going to give you a level up same with hydration you know anything like that is going to just give you that little bit of boost uh, to see some more results yeah that was so well said and you know like my biggest takeaway because we see obviously we've helped so many people with this but even kind of like relating my journey back to you know the specific question is like i think a lot of times when we get into more of a muscle gain phase we kind of have that kind of screw it mentality where it's like ah you know i can eat whatever i want you know just like i'm not going to keep track anymore nothing really matters like that's where it's tough like i feel like sometimes when we're dieting we're in a deficit in a way it's almost easier because we're disciplined we have that focus we have that goal we're doing everything really well and then when we start to you know try to switch the goals we have that mentality and i've been there as well that's how i can relate you know trying to do a lean bulk to me personally was one of the hardest things ever but it's one of the greatest payoffs and you know i think a lot of times we say ah whatever like it doesn't matter i'm gaining muscle it's always an excuse i'm gaining muscle i'm gaining muscle you know and then the scale shooting up one to two pounds per week minimum and we use that as an excuse so my biggest takeaway is just i know josh mentioned it slightly but a slight calorie surplus right not a big calorie surplus you know if you have let's say a thousand calorie surplus let's say your maintenance where you don't gain weight or lose weight is at 2000 calories and you start eating 3000 that's going to be a surplus of a thousand a day which is 7000 a week which is roughly two pounds gain per week that's going to be way too much it's very possible that's you know 1.5 pounds of fat and then 0.5 pounds of muscle therefore you're going to start to gain a lot more fat now let's switch let's flip the script here and say you have 300 extra calories i know this is very you know technical here but let's say your maintenance is 2000 calories you start to eat 2300 calories um that's going to bring you up to um just under half a pound gain per week which like josh was saying before is very possible it's high quality muscle which is going to be a very big difference and the thing is it's a much slower process because if you think about it that's about two pounds per month but the possibilities of it being um, way more muscle is just going to be much higher than just gaining you know just a bunch of different weight just because you're you know trying to gain muscle so that's why a small calorie surplus and making sure that you're also taking measurements you're taking photos you're focused on the strength gain like that's where i think a lot of people struggle is they just have that one metric of the scale and obviously with our coaching clients we make sure that there's so many other metrics to make sure when we're looking at the photos big okay cool shoulders are filling out here chest is getting bigger here oh we see some muscles you know growing to the glutes and some size there right so that's kind of my biggest takeaway is just a slight surplus and that's where i think a lot of people go wrong for sure yeah the more ways you can find to really kind of take advantage of you know tracking your progress in as many ways as possible will serve you because you can really make sure you are you know evolving and when you're tracking it it really challenges you more to make sure you do actually see that change and that growth so now into number three in your opinion what are some underrated pieces of gym equipment what do you got kyle Man, this is a tough one. I, I, you know, it'd be fun to do like a underrated, overrated, and properly rated episode. Um, <laughs> I see a lot of people do that online, and it's just it's very interesting because it gets you thinking. Like, ooh, like you know what? What's you know what's the consensus with everyone, right? I would say, and some people can correct me here, but I would say underrated would just be barbells. And it's tough though because I see a lot of people using it, but at the same time. 
I also see a lot of people staying away from it. You know, even Josh and myself today, we noticed like, you know, just quite a few people using the cardio machine. So in that case, I would say cardio machines can be slightly overrated in my opinion. Um, and I would say sometimes barbells, but once again, it depends on the day, but yeah, I would just say based off of my experience, I would say like kind of looking at the general person, like they're always taken mainly because there's only a few of them. And that's why I think I notice them to be always full. Like let's say a typical gym will have like two to three of them. I know the gym we go to have, have way more. So I think I always notice them being used. However, if I look at a typical person's routine, there's not much of them. Um, so I would say that would be the one thing that I notice is uh, quite um, quite underrated, personally speaking. I agree. Any any barbell or compound work is just so powerful. I was even going to mention the landmine mm-hmm. attachment. You know, yeah. T-bar rows are phenomenal. Uh, you know, those standing oblique twists are killer. Uh, what are they called? Yeah. Landmine um, twists? Yeah, landmine land twists. Twist. Yeah. Um, I really love like single arm shoulder press there. I love like the close grip kind of chest, chest uh, press when yeah. you're kneeling. Like that's a really fun underrated one. Um, pull-ups are super underrated as well. They've definitely gotten more love as of late. Um, you know, there's a few machines too I really like. I really do love hammer strength machines. Um, so machines get a lot of bad rep because, you know, it's not natural free range of motion like dumbbells would be. But machines are a great way to get really strong and AB type motions. So yes, you're in a fixed plane, but also that gives you capacity to really just involve those specific muscles so some of my favorites obviously are the high medium and low rows the hammer strength i love the preacher curl machine i think it's absolutely fantastic um you know there's obviously a million things i do love and a lot of uh you know pieces of equipment that don't get enough love i think hyperextension too is underused um it's a really great motion on your back it can even be a fantastic warm-up you can kind of hunch forward to get a little bit more glute involvement there ghrs are absolutely brutal so glute hamstring raises Mm -hmm. if your machine has that that is a killer. I know a lot of gyms don't have hack squat machines either. I think that is fantastic. I like it a hundred times more than the leg press. Very similar motion to a squat, really great capacity to get nice and low, get some great contractions, but still kind of be locked in a little bit more than an actual squat. So that's a big one I'm a fan of. Um, kettlebell movements too. I think there's a, a bigger like learning curve, but once you get them going, you can definitely get some great movements in there as well. So those are just some of my favorites that I figured I'd toss in there. Definitely a big programming episode which is really cool because i feel like we haven't done as many you know really centered around programming lately so i think it was really fun to kind of you know get this going and i'm happy everyone asked these incredible questions uh once again if you like submit a question see what we're up to enter a giveaway and those great things you can hit us up on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t um and then if you are looking to level up your results to build your dream bar body and do it in an intelligent way um you know go ahead and dm us results to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We'll see if you're a great fit and if you're hungry to see change. And if you are, let's just say in 90 days, you won't even be able to recognize yourself. Jeez.